Hey friend, I hope you're having an amazing summer and hopefully you're getting a chance to take a little vacation and get a little R&R as we head into the school season. It's coming up so fast and you know, even if it is just a little weekend trip, take it, go make the fun memories. And while you do, let's make sure that you can still work towards those health and wellness goals that you've been working so hard on and keep those habits up. So inside today's episode, I provide a few tips just to help keep you on track as you go through your next vacation, because we all know that's when we usually fall off, whether it's our diet, our exercise, sitting too much, doing too much walking and causing pain. A lot of things can throw our goals off as we go on a vacation. And that's such a bummer because we don't want to have to think about all of our exercises all the time. However, we also don't want to take a total break from them and then come back and be a few steps back from our goals and have maybe even made things worse, maybe caused some issues because you were doing too much and not really managing them. So there are a few things that we can do when we're on vacation that don't take up that much time, don't require that much to know equipment, and are just big game changers and managing our pain and keeping our goals on track while we're having fun. So stay tuned for today's episode to get all the tips and tricks on how you can stay on track with your goals during your next trip. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Desiree Cassell. I'm an orthopedic and pelvic floor physical therapist specializing in women's health, aka pelvic floor. I'm a wife, mom of three, foodie, lover of all things movement in nature, and I'm super passionate about educating, empowering, and supporting other women like you to find and maintain balance throughout all aspects of their lives without pain, pressure, or peeing their pants. And this is the Balanced Momtality Podcast, where we will talk about all things pelvic floor, your core, and optimizing your pregnancy, birth, and postpartum recovery providing you with the knowledge and tools so that you can feel like the strong, playful, and happy mom that you and your family deserve. Now let's get you out of those pads and back to loving movement. Fill up your water, pop in those AirPods, roll out your mat, and let's connect. Before we start today's episode, just a quick disclaimer that anything mentioned in this podcast is not meant to treat or diagnose any medical conditions. If you have any questions or concerns about your healthcare needs, please seek the care of your medical provider. This is also a safe space where we will be talking about very sensitive but important topics, such as issues with peeing and pooping, relationships, and even sex. So if you have littles around, probably a good idea to pop those AirPods in. But otherwise, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey friend, I hope you are coming off of an amazing weekend. My voice is a little raspy today because I had an amazing weekend. It was unbelievable. My voice was actually doing this a little bit before this last weekend, but I definitely made it worse with all of the singing and screaming that I did. Me and two of my sisters got the chance to go up to Denver to go see a Taylor Swift concert for the Eras tour. And wow, just wow. She can put on a show. She is so talented. Oh my gosh, that was probably one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had in my life. 
I feel so lucky to have been able to go with two of my sisters and we dragged the husbands along with the babies, which ended up being so much fun. You know, we wanted to have a little sister trip, but uh, my sister has my little niece and she still needed mama a little too much. And so we decided to bring the crew along, which ultimately was a blast. We took the whole crew up to Waterworld and got to play in a big water park for the first time, which I think might need to be a summer tradition because it was just so much fun. I can't get over this weekend. It was a lot, though. It was two huge, big, amazing, fun memories all crammed into one weekend. And, you know, two, three days away from home doesn't seem like a lot. But one, I'm exhausted (laughs) because we did do a lot. And two, you know, it's enough time to mess your body up, (laughs) as I was realizing, because we did a lot. It was a lot of sitting, a lot of walking, you know, and as I'm trying to keep my own health up and my own exercises and stuff going on, it just got me thinking of all the different things that I'm doing naturally along my day-to-day away from home, helping manage my, my any symptoms that might come up. I had definite foot pain after standing in those lines at the Taylor Swift concert, especially afterwards to get on the train. Oh my gosh, it was chaos. Swifties everywhere. (laughs) But it was beautiful. But needless to say, I had some foot pain for sure, some back pain towards the end of it. And I, you know, also been dealing with some constipation myself being away and eating not as great, not as much fiber and healthy foods and just, you know, I'm over here trying to keep working towards my goals and keep my body healthy through vacation and summer is a beautiful time to get in vacations and while I wish mine was a full week and not just a weekend, it still was enough that I felt it. My body definitely feels it this morning. It is early Monday morning, so This podcast is coming out a little bit later today, but hey, better late than never. I definitely just wanted to hop on here and give you guys some of these tips and strategies that I did use this weekend helping manage my symptoms away from home and get my body back on track because it's hard when we go on vacation, you know, for one, we don't want to have to think about all of the exercises we need to keep up with or you know, all of the specific tasks and routines that we need to do when we're on vacation. We want to just have fun and be able to play and forget. That's kind of the whole whole point, right? Is to reset. However, you know, we don't want to fully forget about those things we've been working so hard on and making so much effort with during the week and then go on a trip for, you know, again, even a couple days, but especially if it's a week or two week vacation, lucky you. But if you take that whole time off, it can definitely set you back. So here's some tips, just some quick tips that you can start thinking about next time you go out of town, even just for an overnight, so that you can make sure that you're keeping your pelvic health and just your general health 
um, on par with your goals and you don't have to fully sabotage those goals going on vacation because so yes, this weekend I did, we ate, oh my gosh, I had smash burger. No, sorry. It wasn't smash burger. <laughs> my husband and I were talking about all the burger places that we need to try. Um, shake shack, shake shack in Denver was amazing, but yes, I got a burger and a shake and it was so good, <laughs> but also contributing to being a little extra backed up and, you know, other days eating other yummy foods and trying new things definitely wasn't the healthiest. So I think the first tip I have is just trying to keep that gut health on par because this can is a cascade. Having that gut health start to lag or especially if we start to get constipated on travel because again, our diets typically change, but we usually also have a, are a little less active, right? We are sitting a little bit more um, and so this can really be detrimental to that gut health, especially if you're someone who already is trying to get that constipation in check um, on your normal day to day. So just some tips for that. Obviously, water, making sure you're drinking tons and tons of water, especially if you are out in the sun like I was at Waterworld playing around tons and tons of water, hydrate with water and electrolytes. We want to make sure we're replenishing all of that fluid loss and just, um, counteracting, you know, that backed up system. So lots of fluid and movement. Movement is great. Really, you know, I was really glad that I had such an active weekend because we drove up to Denver and back from Denver, which felt like a lot of sitting. So I feel like my walking really helped to counteract some of that. Um, and then again, fiber. So even though my diet wasn't the greatest this weekend, you know, I still made sure I got in some fruits and vegetables. We brought some little hummus packs with us to the water park with some carrots, had some apples and cherries and just keeping some fruit and high fiber foods on hand. And if you need to add a fiber supplement when you're on a trip, just to make that a little easier, that's always, you know, an easy um, way to help that constipation as well. But, you know, constipation can lead to a lot of discomfort, not only while you're obviously trying to use the bathroom, but, you know, back pain is really associated with constipation. So even if you're going every day, you might still be backed up. And this is an episode for another day. But especially if you feel like you're not fully emptying or it's hard to get it out, you probably are backed up. And if you have back pain that's not really going away and kind of achy and diffuse back there, it might be because your bowels aren't regular. So let's get those bowels in check, drink the water, eat the yummy fruit, and get moving. So constipation was probably one of the biggest things that I see, especially with my patients that come back. However, you know, another thing is just getting those exercises in. How can we get our exercises in? And maybe not all of them, because I do think there's some, you know, we kind of do slack a little on vacation and that is okay. However, can we hold on to some of those exercises and routines and habits that you've worked so hard to build in an easy and manageable way? And so, you know, maybe we're not making it to the gym or getting on the floor or even making it to the fitness center at our hotel to do a 15, 30 minute hour workout. But instead, how can we get in some of those movement patterns or what are some of those easier things that you can do just throughout your day to day? So, for example, 
what this looked like for me is when we were standing in a lot of lines or standing still, I pick my foot up because now I'm standing on one foot. Standing on one foot is amazing for all things. Foot health, knee health, glute health, pelvic floor health, back health, core strength. Again, a whole other episode on balance and the benefit of it. But it is just so great, especially if you are working on strength and stability and everybody needs a little bit of balance training. So next time you're standing in a line or just standing there for a while, just stand on one foot. Might as well. Another one that I got in a lot was working with, so talking about foot health, you know, and my feet were hurting. So I did a lot of different things trying to resolve some of that. Um, but also just being preventive with, um, foot pain as much as you can and wearing good supportive shoes. If you are going to be doing a lot of walking now, I was not a good girl. I wore some Converse, my Chucks to the Taylor Swift concert because come on, I had to dress like Taylor Swift (laughs) and my feet were hurting by the end of it. And I don't even think it was so much the zero arch, um, because I've been working on my arch strength for that, but I do think maybe, maybe there was a little bit of that, but more so those converse really are narrow at the, um, toe foot box space. So they really scrunch the feet, which make it hard for the arch to really engage and make it hard for the foot to do its thing. So, um, I knew that wearing them all day for the concert was not going to be very fun, but it looked cute. So it's fine. (laughs) We do what we can for short periods of time. I do still wear shoes that I know aren't great for my feet. I just break it up when I know I am wearing them. Like when I got home, I took them off. I did a lot of spreading my toes out, trying to reopen up my foot, moving my foot around, just really trying to mobilize it after being cramped up. One of my other favorite tips um, for foot health on the go and just for keeping up with things on the go is to bring your fascial ball with you, that massage ball, or if you have a lacrosse ball, it's about the size of a lacrosse ball. If you don't have a massage fascial ball, they are hard and firm like a lacrosse ball. So tennis balls can work. They have a little bit too much give to them that um, doesn't always help out your tissues. If you don't really feel it, it can be a little soft. However, if you use a tennis ball and you feel it and you feel that discomfort and it's relieving some of that, then sure, try that tennis ball out. You might even have some balls around the house that your kids play with. Try them out. I would not try a ball as small as a golf ball. Um, You can, but it is smaller. And so this is more pinpoint and focal and can be a little bit harder to relax into and a little too firm. Um, So just play around with different size balls. However, they can be amazing just for even, again, rolling out your foot at the end of a day of a lot of walking, a lot of standing. Roll out your foot on a ball. It helps to relax those intrinsic little muscles in your foot and open them back up so they can function for you and so they're not staying all cramped up. So that ball is my favorite. I not only use this for my feet, 
but also like my glutes and my back. I like to sit against the wall, lean against the wall, pinning that ball against my glutes and roll around on it there. Same thing with my back. I pin it up against the wall and roll around kind of like a bear scratching its pack on a tree, but I'm rolling around on that ball, finding places of tension and tenderness and achiness, especially after a car ride, you know, coming home last night. I was definitely glad to be out of the car. Six hour drive is long enough for my body. And I really rolled out on that ball. Felt amazing. So bring that little ball with you. It is just a game changer for releasing that tension. And this is also something we use for pelvic floor tension and tightness, sitting on top of that ball in between your sit bones. Um, And I'll have to, again, address this more in another episode because this is a great way to relieve pelvic floor tension and tightness. But next tip. So, so far we have gone over um, helping those bowel movements and watching that constipation and then um, standing on one foot so you can bring in some balance and mobility that way and then bringing that ball with you to help manage some of those aches and pains and then um, another tip that I have is just keeping mobility some of those gentle mobility and breath work routines are so easy to do wherever you are you know again this looks like some cat cow child's pose some maybe bow and arrow or thread the needle, some getting in some thoracic rotation, some movement through the spine, pelvic tilts into the pelvis. I do these a lot when I'm sitting in the car because again, sitting for too long is just not good. It doesn't feel good. Most of us end up with some type of back pain or butt pain or something after sitting for too long. So getting in that gentle movement, even though you're sitting can be a game changer. So again, sitting, you can do pelvic tilts or some cat cow, but if you have some room, whether it's at a hotel or wherever you're staying at to get on your hands and knees and do a little bit of a gentle mobility routine can just really save your body. And with that, again, the breath work, every time we're doing any type of mobility work, you just get that extra bang for your buck if you are incorporating that deep 360 breathing pattern. And so, for example, with myself, I had some um, little bit of low back pain after standing on the train for a while on the way back from the concert, which was crazy. We were like smashed like sardines. Um, but when I did, I actually, when I got a little bit of space to move, I actually dropped down into a deep squat on the train. My low back was hurting. I grabbed onto the rail and just dropped down into that deep squat where I could just hang and relax into feel my back open up. I did a lot of deep breathing into my back right here, trying to release that tension. Um, and then, you know, just as you're moving through any of that mobility, wherever you feel tension, really bring that breath into that space. In this way, we can really keep that system relaxed and balanced, even if we're not getting in a bunch of strength training or cardio and getting that heart rate up, we're at least keeping things moving and engaged, making sure our breath pattern is staying coordinated and calm and we're not getting, you know, vacation is relaxing, but it can also be really stressful. As much as I loved going to Waterworld with my kids, it was also stressful, right? The lines, the people, making sure your kids are holding your hands and not disappearing. 
the water, making sure they're not drowning. And so we do, we want to check in with that nervous system, check in with that breath, make sure you're not in that shallow, stressed out breathing pattern in your chest. Make sure you're breathing it, bringing, breathing it, which is very appropriate, (laughs) bringing it down into your core, into that pelvic floor, your back, your sides, and then yes, allow it into the belly and chest, really bring that breath low and calm that nervous system down, but also help to stretch out all of those tight spaces that might be getting a little bound up as you go through your vacation. But I just want you to start thinking about how you can incorporate some of your home program and some of those exercises that you are working so hard to keep habit, make a habit and keep in your routine, keeping that in your vacation, even if it's just little bits here and there. And if we're getting some strength training in, even better, bring those bands in your suitcase. They are super easy to pack and you can do them while you're do some exercises seated, do some while you're in your room, relaxing a little bit, the little bit of strength training, getting in a little bit of bridges while you're already laying in the bed, a little bit of that core march, maybe even while you're standing, you're just engaging that core while you're holding and carrying those heavy luggage bags. This is a functional core strength exercise. So again, just think about that core muscle. Anytime you're lifting, pushing, carrying anything heavy, those heavy strollers, pulling that heavy wagon through the water park, um, and just get in some gentle mobility and breath work when you can bring in those tools that are small, the bands, the balls, and don't forget to take care of yourself on your trip. Because the last thing you want to do is come home from a, especially if it's a longer vacation. And if you totally fell off that wagon, it might be really hard to get back into the habits that you made. But it also, you might be coming back with pain that now has set you back a few steps that you have to work extra hard to move past and progress through again. So let's just avoid some of that lag time and help prevent some of those aches and pains and issues that can come up as we travel through the summer and through the rest of the year and just do our best with what we can and give ourselves a little bit of grace because we are on vacation and it should be fun and relaxing. So I hope that you Take these tips with you and just remember this episode, come back to it next time you're going on a trip so that you can make sure that you are incorporating some of these um, tips so you can stay on board with your health and wellness goals while you're also out there making amazing, fun core memories with your family. I hope that this helped you and gives you some inspiration as you move into your next fun vacation. And I would love to know if any of these tips help you keep pain at bay and help continue progressing you towards your goals as you're on your trip. So come over to the Balanced Mentalities Women's uh, Wellness and Support Group on Facebook and let me know because I would love to know if some of these helped you or what specific, um, you know, pain points you have not keeping your pain at bay or working towards your progress while you're out of town and on vacation so that I can just help troubleshoot some of that with you a little bit more. And otherwise, I will see you here next week on the Balanced Mentality Podcast, where hopefully my voice will be a little bit more recovered for you and I won't sound like I smoke a pack a day. 
Well, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day. I know you've got so many other important things going on, but I hope it was helpful and you leave here with some tools to help you in your healing journey. And I just want to ask you if you have found this helpful to please leave a review on iTunes. Scroll down to the bottom of my podcast page and leave that five-star review so it can help other women see this information. And also, if you want to be a part of my community of amazing women trying to balance all the things, great tips and insight and sharing stories and just motivating each other along the way, feel free to join my Facebook group, The Balanced Mentality Wellness and Support. I hope to see you here next time on The Balanced Mentality Podcast.